0: Praise God. Praise God. The presence of the Lord is in this house. I said the presence of the Lord is in this house. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 6. The book of Acts chapter 6. And while you're turning there, give honor to Pastor and Sister Myers, Bishop and Dr. Myers, to the Ritchie family. I love, love, love my church. Amen. 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 Anybody else glad to be here tonight? Amen. Acts chapter six, beginning in verse number one. If you have it, say amen. amen. And in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the Word of God and serve tables. Therefore, wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, I love this part, full of the Holy Ghost, and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word, basically saying we need to elect some people so we can keep praying and preaching. And this saying please the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen. Somebody say Stephen. Why did they choose Stephen? He was a man full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. They chose Stephen because he was a man full of faith. And full of the Holy Ghost Verse number 6 Whom they set before the apostles And when they had prayed They laid their hands on them And the word of God increased And the number of the disciples Multiplied in Jerusalem greatly And a great multitude uh, A great company of priests Were obedient to the faith And Stephen Somebody say Stephen Full of faith and power He was full of faith in the Holy Ghost. And now he's full of faith and power. Did great wonders and miracles among the people. Turn with me now to Acts chapter 1. Begin reading at verse number 8. We can all probably quote this verse. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. It's a promise. When you're full of the Holy Ghost, you're going to receive power. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. He was talking about Palm Bay, Florida right there. He was talking about the church right here on Emerson when he said that. Does anybody else believe that? He was talking about you and he was talking about me. He was talking about right here. Amen. So for the next few moments, I want to preach to us on this subject. Stephen wasn't a preacher. Stephen wasn't a preacher. Would you set your Bibles down and one more time can we lift our hands and can we truly lift our voices and can we just ask God would speak to us here tonight. Come on, I want us to leave this place knowing that we're working by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift your voices all across this house and ask that God would get your spirit ready to work with Him in this service. Come on, really pray for a little while longer. We need you, Jesus. I need your anointing like I've never needed your anointing. I need your help tonight, God. Put your words at my mouth, God. I am hungering and desiring a supernatural move of the Holy Ghost. I feel the burden and the weight of this moment, God. I have felt it all day long. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would do everything you want to do. We're not going to hinder it, God. We're not going to be in the way, God. We have positioned ourselves. We humble ourselves so that you can have your will in this place tonight, God. Just for a little while longer, come on. I feel the Holy Ghost. A little while longer, come on. Come on, you need to get the distraction out of your mind right now. You need to get the fear out of your mind right now. You need to get anything that's clouding you right now. You need to get it out. God's about to use us in this place. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. One more time before you're seated, would you just clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Please be seated in Jesus' name. These twelve disciples, they would not stop, as they have already beautifully sang here tonight, singing, preaching, declaring Jesus. What started in the upper room could not stay there. It began to trickle out. It was noised abroad, as a matter of fact. They begin to hear this strange language, everybody hearing them in their own tongue and asking amongst themselves, these folks must be drunk. We were born as a bunch of drunks. And they asked, they said, these folks, they must be drunks. And and Peter and, and them hearing, he stood up under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and begins to preach this beautiful message and He tells all of them, we are not drunk as ye suppose. And he begins to declare the beautiful message of Acts chapter 2. And we all know it here today, he stands and he looks at them and he begins to say, you you must be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But after that, he didn't contain it to the upper room. He made sure that everybody in our generation, in this day and age, would know that it's for us as well. It's been debated that it was only for them, but I strongly disagree because I know I couldn't make it if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost. And he began to preach, you've got to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, but this promise isn't just for you, it's for your children, for your children's children and all that are far off. I'm glad today to be full of the Holy Ghost. I'm glad today to know that when I was five years old at junior camp, my grandpa brought me aside and began to explain to me what I was feeling that night. And I told him, I said, Grandpa, I just don't quite get it. What's going on? And he began to just just talk to me about the Holy Ghost. He said, Son, if you want it, all you got to do is lift your hands, repent of your sins, and God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. And at five years old, just like Ezekiel wrote, he reached down and took that stony heart of mine and replaced it with a heart of flesh. And I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in a new tongue. And I'm glad today to tell you, yes, this Holy Ghost has saving power. It'll take you tonight however you are, whether you're broken, whether you're hurting, whether you're a drug addict, whether you're a liar, whether you're a deceiver, It'll find you right where you're at and it'll fill you and it'll change your life forever. But not only will it fill you, Bishop, it'll keep you through the journey of life. Not only will you get filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm not necessarily a testimony of God's ability to bring you out of it. I was born in this. Everything I've ever known is what we've been doing around here. But I can testify that this Holy Ghost isn't just for you, but it's also for your children. Because when it'll save you and you begin to teach your children the ways of righteousness, they'll get the Holy Ghost and they'll have a testimony That says uh, not only will it save like it saved my mama and daddy, but it'll also keep you. uh, It'll also sustain you. uh, It'll also carry you. I'm so thankful tonight that I don't have to face the woes of this world without the Holy Ghost. I don't have to go through everything that's going on in this world without the Holy Ghost. Because if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, There's no way I would be making it here today. But I'm thankful that every day of my life, I can hit my knees in my prayer closet. I can repent of everything that is dealing. And then the gift will begin to stir up down deep in my soul. And I'll begin to turn that gift that God gave me when I was five years old. And I'm 24 today. And I'm glad to tell you, it ain't lost its power. It ain't lost its power. It ain't lost its beauty. It ain't lost its splendor. It ain't lost its attractiveness. It's still the greatest thing in the whole world. There's nothing like the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like the Holy Ghost. And if you're here tonight and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, let me tell you tonight's the night. Just as Peter said, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what I think. I'm going to tell you what the Word of God says. You must be born again of water and of spirit. And the only way for that to happen, according to Scripture, is for you to be baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. the evidence of a new tongue Because when you get the Holy Ghost, you get a few perks or some perks to have in the Holy Ghost. You get some fruit of the spirit. You get love, joy, peace, temperance, long... You get all, all of these things are perks of the... Not only do you get the Holy Ghost and get baptized in Jesus' name, but when you go through the steps of getting into the covenant with Jesus, you're no longer in this world alone. But now you're a part of something called the body of Christ. And let me tell you something. I don't know how some of these folks can be a part of the body of Christ and not think that fellowshipping and breaking bread is part of this Acts chapter. Because let me tell you something. The Bible says they broke bread with one another. I'm thankful tonight to know that when I got the Holy Ghost and I was baptized in Jesus' name, I was put in the body of Christ. And I'm not in this fight alone. But if I look to my left, I see brothers and sisters in the fight with me. If I look to my right, I see friends that are in this fight with me. You're not alone when you get the Holy Ghost. You don't have to fight alone. You don't have to pray alone. You don't have to war alone. You can be joined together with a party. He said, we are fitly framed. We are many members, but one... I love it when I'm in the airport and I see an apostolic walking by. That's one of us. It excites me. It really does. It should excite you. You shouldn't hide when you see an apostolic in Walmart. It excites me, Brother Myers. I'm like, that's one of us right there. Hey, how are you, brother? How are you, sister? Because I'm not alone in this. Everywhere I go, it just about doesn't matter what country you walk into, what state you walk into, uh, there is somebody a part uh, of the body that you're a part of. Hey, don't feel secluded. Uh, don't feel alone. You're a part of something uh, that's oh, it's bigger than you uh, and it's bigger than this. It's the greatest. I love this Holy Ghost. I love what I got living down on the inside of me. I love what God gave me. There's just something about the Holy Ghost. There's just something about the opportunity to have God living on the inside. There's just something about getting to be a part of the body of Christ. There's just something about the fruit of the Spirit that gets to be made manifest when you're a part of the body of Christ. These things have some perks. And you see, the Bible says that when you get the Holy Ghost, that after that, ye shall receive power. What is this power? It's the dunamis. It's the explosive nature of what we got. It's the ability to just erupt anywhere you're at. In anything you do. The Holy Ghost just knows, it's time for me to operate. The dunamis is what moved in here when they begin to sing about the name of Jesus. You felt the explosive power of the Holy Ghost come in here. And it began to shake and rattle in this place. That's what happens when the Holy Ghost shows up. It's Holy Ghost and power. It's coupled with each other. They're joined together. It's like when you get Holy Ghost, you also get power. Bible says that when you get the Holy Ghost and you get power, that there's some signs that are supposed to follow you. Signs that are supposed to follow those that are the believers. (laughs) These signs to follow them that believe. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. There are some perks that come along with what we've got. Can I say it like that? Everything else tells you your perks when you buy it, you know. They want you to get a credit card. Well, these are your perks. Everything's got, the Holy Ghost has got perks. But you see, we have relegated the power of the Holy Ghost to a select few. And we have said, well, the power of the Holy Ghost, yes, it's in the Bible and it's there, but it's really only for the man behind the pulpit. And it's really only for the faith healer that comes into town twice a year who has specialized and prayed and fasted so many hours and so many days. And that man is is the special one. He is the one that is called to operate in that. It's only really for the preacher. He's the only one that can really operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. He's the only one really that if he lays his hands on you, that then you'll get healed. See, I'm just going to do my best to get you to the preacher. Because if I can get you to the preacher, then I can get you connected to the dunamis or the power because only the select few have access to the power. But that's not what the book says. If I read my Bible correctly, Pastor Myers, the book says, when you get the Holy Ghost, it didn't say the called, or the qualified, or the selected few, or the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, or the teacher. It said, if you get the Holy Ghost, you also get power. And I'm afraid that in our culture of Pentecostalism, we have lost the ability for the body that is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost to exercise the faith and the dunamis that is a part of who we are. It's only for the man in the pulpit. I rebuke that thinking in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is not just for the man in the pulpit. You see, a little problem arose in Acts chapter 6. They said, well, we're growing so much that we're neglecting the duties that we're supposed to be doing. we got to be taking care of the widows. we got to take care of those that have lost their husbands. we got to be sure they're taken care of. And the Bible says that they chose a select few. And the only qualification for these select few was they had to be full of the Holy Ghost. And they had to have wisdom. Because we've had some people get so Well, never mind. I'll leave that one for another sermon. Pastor Myers can do that one. Because they balance one another. It is spirit and truth. If you get all caught up in the Spirit and you don't balance it with truth, you're going to find yourself off in la-la land. But if you get so bound to the truth, you're going to find yourself as a dictator. But when you get yourself in the middle and you got one hand on the Spirit and one hand on the Word of God, you will operate accordingly as the Spirit leads. So these are the two qualifications. You've got to be full of the Holy Ghost and you got to have wisdom. Stephen, in today's ranks, would have not been a licensed preacher with the United Pentecostal Church. Can I just say it like that? He wouldn't have been. Stephen was elected to serve the widows. That's all he was called to do. Stephen, serve the widows. That's your job. You and six others, that's going to be your work. Why? Well, because me and the disciples, or the apostles, by that time they were all disciples, me and the apostles, we're going to continue praying and preaching. And we can't be held down with the menial task. But watch, instead of getting bitter, he was more excited that the work of God got to further itself. There's some of us in this place. You need to get quick, quit getting frustrated when a brother or sister gets elevated in the body to a place that maybe you wanted. And instead, just stay full of the Holy Ghost and just be excited that the work of God is going forward. We need to be more concerned that the work of God gets done than we do with the position, role, or task that we have been equipped with. And so instead of getting bitter, Brother Scott, watch what old Stephen does. You see, the apostles, uh, they bring this group of seven and they lay their hands on them. And watch, Uh, this group gets the the prayer of faith, so to speak, and and they leave there. And the verse after that says, and the Word uh, and the church begin to grow. Because when you loose yourself in unity, God can't help but grow His body We got too many folks striving with one another, upset with one another, getting bitter with one another. Why don't we join together and say, let's just get this thing moving and let's have apostolic revival. I'm more interested in seeing a soul saved than I am by name and light. I'm more interested in seeing somebody healed than I am being elevated. The only thing that matters is that Christ is glorified. can't be striving amongst each other and be full of the Holy Ghost. I don't want to break the pulpit. I don't need to smack it. And the Word of God increased. And the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. It just started blowing up when instead of getting frustrated they went to work When instead of getting bitter, they just started doing what they were called to do in the first place we got to lay aside these things, these sins that do so easily beset us, these little foxes that spoil the vine, these things that want to creep in and steal your joy and steal your peace and steal your happiness and take the fruit of the Spirit off of your life and strip you down to nothing and left you in frustration. Why don't we get full of the Holy Ghost and watch God sweep this place with a harvest like we've never seen? So Stephen, he wasn't a preacher. He was just a part of the body of Christ. He was just a part of what God was doing. He was just happy to be full of the Holy Ghost. While the rest of the world wasn't here in truth, Stephen was just happy. I've got the Holy Ghost. While the rest of the world was on its way down, Stephen was just happy. God loved me enough to fill me with Himself. And so Stephen, the Bible says in verse number 8, And Stephen, watch now, he's not just full of the Holy Ghost, but he's moved from full of the Holy Ghost and now he's full of faith power. I'm afraid some of us get the goosebumps and think that's all God has. Because again, we relegate the operation of the gifts of the spirit to the man in the pulpit. But in fact, God is saying tonight, my spirit that is in you is trying to be activated like never before for an end time revival. And if Stephen wasn't a preacher, he was just a man that had faith and understood that the Holy Ghost came with power. All Stephen understood was, when I got the Holy Ghost, I saw them laying hands on people, so I'm going to lay hands on people. I saw them doing a word for God. I've got the same Holy Ghost they got, so I'm going to do a word for God. Stephen wasn't a preacher. Stephen was just somebody full of the Holy Ghost. Stephen was just somebody that was more interested in doing the work of God than he was anything else in the world. Stephen just got full of the Holy Ghost and then he realized the Holy Ghost came with power and the Bible says that Stephen full of faith and power. What did Stephen, not the preacher, do? He did great wonders and miracles among the people. I wonder what would happen tonight. If everybody in this room uh, that was full of the Holy Ghost uh, rose up and said, I may never get an opportunity in the microphone, I may never get my solo in the choir, I may never get to get on the piano or the drums, but I'm full of the Holy Ghost. And if I'm full of the Holy Ghost, I can lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. I can do a mighty work I wonder what would happen tonight if those in this Sunday morning service that said you were going to leave praying, God, how can I be used tonight? How can I be used tonight? Would rise up right now and say, I've got faith and I've got the Holy Ghost. Who's got a need? Who needs a miracle? Who needs a touch from God? Who needs God to do a great... You don't have to be a preacher to be used. You've just got to have the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name and faith for God to do it. If you believe it, would you worship for just a moment? (laughs) hay <laughs> ya la boho shata ya labaha ikan no roho shata ya labaha <laughs> katara hashta hian no roho shata ya baha. ikata ya shata ya baha. hian no roho shata ya labaha ah boho shata ya labaha Andaranda la boho shata ya labaha you want me to tell you what I feel like God's wanting to do in this continuance of of revival because we're not in, we're not, revival's not coming, we're in it right now, right? Revival's not on the way, it's right here, right now, right? You want to know what I feel like God is trying to show us in this revival? We've got to quit putting all the responsibility on the pulpit. Hey, Stephen didn't care that the apostles were out there preaching and they were out there praying. He said, while they're doing what they're called to do, I'm called to lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. I'm called... You do have a calling. Your calling is to go forward and be a disciple of Jesus Christ. If we're going to have what God wants us to have, we got to take the pressure off of the pulpit. And the body's got to be filled with faith and say, If you can use anything, God, use me. If you can work through anybody, Come on, get full of faith, get full of the Holy Ghost, and let's do a work for God. Come on, come on, that's it, worship for just a moment. Praise for just a moment. Let me tell you how this end time revival is going to happen. Let me tell you how we're going to see God do what God wants to do in this end time. When you quit disqualifying yourself, when you quit looking in the mirror saying, I'm not good enough. I can't, I can't, I can't and you quit speaking the negativity and the doubt of the enemy into your own life you know what we are our own greatest enemy I wish some of y'all would quit blaming the devil for everything you do to yourself it has nothing to do with the devil it has everything to do with we've got to get full of the Holy Ghost and if we'll get full of the Holy Ghost the dunamis isn't far from us we gotta get full come on John could be in Patmos on exile about to die and this is what he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And he said, come up. And I went above. And I... Some of y'all, if you get in the spirit, you'd be brought up out of that mess. You'd be brought up out of that muck. But you got to get in the spirit of the Lord's day. You know what made the apostles so powerful? I'm done. You know what made the apostles so powerful? They could be beaten. They could be whipped. They could be bruised. They could be thrown into a prison. They could be bound with chains and fetters and stocks. They could be thrown in the deepest, darkest part of the prison and still get a spirit. Some of us get a bruise on our elbow. God, why us? Instead of getting in the spirit and doing what John did when he got in the spirit of the Lord say what's the first thing God did come up come up out of that mess I know you're in exile fleshly but spiritually you're not bound by that sickness oh come on i feel like i'm dealing with somebody's spirit of infirmity right now you're laying around moaning and groaning and god's trying to tell you if you just get full of the spirit right now and quit moping and belly aching, and come up get up shake yourself off get in the spirit you feel that right now that's getting in the spirit uh, on the lord's day that's god saying i want to use you i want to team up with you i want you uh, to do miracles come on exercise the faith uh, that's in this house I'm seeing it start right now. I'm seeing a few of you start praying for the person next to you. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. You don't need an altar call. You need faith and the Holy Ghost. And if you've got those two things, these signs shall... (laughs) yala bohosata yala baha ikanno lo bohosata yala baha ikanno lo bohosata yala yala bohosata Let me tell you what's coming in here right now The faith to finish the work Let me tell you what's moving in here right now God's trying to bring some of you up Out of that mess And show you If you'll get in my spirit I will do what you've been wanting me to do I will work how You've been wanting me to work But watch I'm going to do it through you Come on Stephen Come up Don't worry about it He went down church and said by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus be healed, be set free, be delivered it's here, the Holy Ghost is here, miracles are here, why are you waiting on it if you've got the Holy Ghost, these signs these signs these signs these signs on some of y'all are i see people laying hands on people in the pew this is what it's about this is what god wants that's it come on that's it come on that's it this is the faith that God's been trying to bring us to this is the place God's been trying to bring us to come on Stephen wasn't a preacher he was just like you and me but if you lay your hands on somebody full of faith in the Holy Ghost many wonders and miracles come on, get full of faith and do a work get full of faith and do a work if you don't have the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands. You're going to receive it right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. Get full of faith right now. There's some of y'all that need to rebuke fear. There's some of y'all that need to rebuke the jimper that's been living in the closet of your mind right now. it, don't stop. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. There's a few more of y'all that haven't come up yet. There's a few more of y'all that are still focusing on Patmos. There's a few more of y'all... That are still focused uh, on the exile of your surroundings. Uh, you were hurt, uh, something happened to you, and you still won't let go of it. Uh, and it's stopping you from being used in faith. Uh, I'm telling you in the name of the Lord uh, come up, uh, come up, uh, come up, uh, come up, uh, come up. I want every young person in this place to activate the Holy Ghost within you. I'm tired of you standing on the sidelines. Get involved right now. I want every young adult in this place get off the sidelines and get involved. Come up and be used by God. Come on. Come on, I'm telling you, I'm still feeling the resistance of a few of you that are focused on your surroundings. Your surroundings are hurt. Your surroundings are betrayals. Your surroundings are things that have happened to you in the past, and you're refusing to come up out of that. It has held you back from being used by God one too many days. It's time for you to come up and be used in the name of Of the Lord Jesus. If you need a miracle, you ought to be the one rejoicing the loudest. If you need a miracle, you ought to be the one moving the most. Come on. Come on. Don't keep keeping that posture of anxiety and depression and the weight of the world. Come up. people are receiving the Holy Ghost. People are being delivered. People are being healed. People are being set free. What's happening? You're realizing the power of the Holy Ghost. God wants to use you. God wants to team up with you. God wants to work with you. I'm asking you not to just pray with who you're comfortable with. Some of us are moving to people that we're comfortable with, our friends. God's trying to stretch you right now. You need to let go of your comfort and grow in the Holy Ghost tonight. You need to let go of what's normal and what's easy for you. And you need to step out in faith. Because it's in that faith God is going to show you. I want to work with you. Come on, elders. There's some young people that you need to be praying for. Young people, there's some elders that you need to be praying for. We've got to move in the Spirit. Be led by the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it in the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. You're doing what you're feeling now. Come on, it's flowing, it's flowing. Deliverance is happening all over the house. Miracles are happening all over the house. People are being set free all over the house. This is what happens when the body does what it's called to do right here. We're going Ayala boyo there is an overwhelming spirit of unity in this body right now and love in this body right now if you can if you're physically able would you come and join me in this altar if you're physically able this moment is too important for it to pass us by god is going to baptize us like he already is with this overwhelming spirit of unity and love one toward another that was the key ingredient to everything that happened in the book of Acts they loved one another they worked with one another they didn't compete with one another they said if you're doing it I've got your back if you can't do it I'll help you oh, God. I don't know hear me, I don't know that I have ever felt love like I feel in this room right now. I don't know that I have ever felt unity like I feel in this room right now. There's more room over here. Please push in if you're able. I'm asking you to come in if you're able. I'm telling you what God is about to do in the next remainder of this service will astonish us as you can. And as it's appropriate, I want you to link up with the person next to you. The Bible said they had all things in common. Come on. Now would you just let the travail that's in this room flow up right now. Release that travail in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on. You don't even realize it, but in that travail, you're praying for the person across the room. You don't even realize it, but in that travail, you're warring for somebody that's not even standing next to you. Come on. Come on, that's it. I want you to feel the strength of your brother and your sister right now. I want you to feel the strength of the body of Christ right now. We are many members, but we are one body. This is where our power is at. This is where our authority is at. I believe we've got one already headed to be baptized. If there's anybody here who has never been baptized in the name of Jesus, if you're here and you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, if you just come right over here, brother Gregory, raise your hand. Go to my armor bearer right here and he will he will take you to where you need to go to get baptized in the name of Jesus. Tonight is the night. Don't wait another moment. The waters are already troubled. They're ready. We've got robes for you. We've got towels for you. We've got a changing room for you. Everything is ready for you to be baptized. We want you to leave this place in covenant with Jesus Christ. And except a man be born again of water and of spirit. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. He said, I am the door of the sheep. Unless you go through Jesus, you can't get into covenant. So tonight's the night for you to be baptized. One more time, can we just lift our hands as we continue to pray just for a little bit longer that God maybe would stir a few more hearts to be baptized tonight.